Hi, welcome to Suplex the Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. And Forrest. Howdy. How's it going, fellas? Good. Happy Good. New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. We Happy we Boxing missed the chance Day. to really say Hanukkah because really Happy belated we had Hanukkah. episodes Kwanzaa. closer to yeah, Hanukkah. Yeah. That's true. Um, Festivus. We're probably we may be past Three Kings Day or we're around it. Uh, Happy Three Kings Day for all Stocking those who Day. celebrate uh, Boxing Day. I already said that. You did? Yeah. Say it again. This. No. <laughs> I will not sully myself and acquiesce to your demands. Three, Three Kings Day is on the 6th, so happy upcoming Three Kings Day. Leave out uh, hay and water for the camels. What That's about what... the kings? No. Eh, they're fine. Um, so, but yeah. We travel so far. We, we didn't record last week. Duh, it's Christmas. Because of Christmas. Or did we record last week? Duh. I can't no, remember. We did record last I think we week did, yeah. because it was the game of the year episode. Time means nothing. Um, <laughs> it is a. Farce. I think like I think that Seth Seth didn't really hit the same brick wall I did on New Year's Eve, which uh, and it's because I was up much earlier to do sound that morning, and then I just stayed up through the Dolphins game and didn't nap the whole day. Mm. So oh, I was up for like fifteen hours straight. And and by the time we were playing Jackbox with our friends, I was falling asleep on their couch. And I was like, I need, I, I'm going to go home. Yeah, <laughs> it was like 3 a.m. It was. Good Lord. Well, when you're hanging out at Chris's, it, it kind of. It, it tends to go that way. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was New Year's Eve. Yeah. Well, and it bled into New Year's Day. Yeah. Um, shout out to Chris, who would have been on our Game of the Year episode if. We had reminded him that we were all planned to record at his house. <laughs> uh, but now, we're, we got something special for the second half of the episode. Let's just talk about what we've played. This might end up being a shorter episode, and that's okay. Um, we haven't talked about games we've played in a little bit, and um, I'm, I'm ready to talk about some. I did... I, I started Sea of Stars last night, and I since have played like three hours of it. Um, I am through what I believe is the entire prologue. I haven't beat the cloud guy. Yes, and he's given me my prophecies. Um, I'm it either is going to come to a point where it gives me a title screen, or it's not going to do that and just let me keep playing the game. I think it Um, does. So we'll see. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, It definitely is a title screen. Well, yeah, yeah. You see it at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Um, I um, I've also been playing uh, Cult of the Lamb, which is a okay game. I want it to be more Hades than it is, and instead it's a lot more cult sim, and I'm not enjoying that that much. Um, And so I put it down. I got to the second boss, and I got really overwhelmed by constant notifications on the left-hand side of my villagers either getting old or <laughs> yeah. pooping somewhere or deciding to be not believers. And, like, uh, the my my brain... Here's the thing. 
You gotta put him in the ring. And this is why I think, right? But this is like I. It it Ubisofted me. I really that's what it did, because what what happens in Ubisoft games, and it's what's happened to me in Avatar, which sucks because I don't like that, is, um, it has, uh, provided a good gameplay loop that I enjoy, and then provided about. 15 complications that happen during that gameplay loop that then confuse me if they are more important than the gameplay loop I am participating in. Mm. And so then I start to worry if I'm playing the game correctly and then I end up disengaging altogether because like it's, I'd rather not have the hassle of it. And it it's too much to juggle because you have like, at least in my case, I have like 16 followers and so, like, keeping 16 people happy um, is a little uh, extreme. You, get all, um, you start to get a lot more as the game goes on. Right. And so um, I was talking to my friend Josh who said, um, who started playing it because I started playing it, and I liked it a lot initially. He said that it actually, it starts to take care of itself the further you get. Like, you get far enough in and then... Um, you you it, it unlocks enough buildings that do things automatically for you that you stop having to worry so much about it. Mm-hmm. But I I'm not there, and I don't know if I want to climb that mountain. <laughs> uh, and so I decide to eject and play Sea of Stars. Mm. Um, I never I don't think I ever found it too overwhelming staying on the top of that stuff. So, uh, but I think I also enjoyed the sim stuff a lot more than you do. But you also played it at launch, right? Yeah. So I was talking to Andrea in depth about it um, before you got to New Year's Eve. And I was describing stuff to her that I was having to do. And she's like, that wasn't in the game when I played it. Hmm. And I was like, what? And she goes, she's like, yeah, I did read about how they've done a ton of updates to add a ton more functionality to the cultists. And... She's like, I think they maybe have rebalanced the game to a different way than even I played it. And that might be the with your case too. Like yeah, they just decided to go heavy into the cult sim part. And which sucks because I, I was fine with the light sim and the Hades part. Yeah. And now it's just kind of heavy on the sim, light on the Hades. Yeah. And I, you know, it's I, th- I don't think it's a bad game. I just think it's not for me, which... Did you ever get to the dice mini game? I did. Knucklebone? Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's fun. I, would pl- I could play a game of just that. Yeah. I I love stuff like that. Yeah, um, super, super fun. Their fishing mini game was pretty fun and It's amazing that the guy came up with that game from nothing. I was watching a video of someone who was... I think they decided to, like, create their own knucklebone game board based off what's in the game. And it's just, like, a game with the, with, with three dice. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said again, I'm, I'm not really questioning this, how much... Uh, I don't know how much digging this person did on it, but it seems to be that the guy came up with this game from whole cloth, and there isn't... It isn't really a remade version of any other game which i think it's very hard to believe since it's just a game with dice but it's quite addicting yeah they should put it in casinos yeah i agree i would play it 
um, terribly. I would like I I really enjoy it. Um, the, they and it gets you as you go further into the game. You meet new people who you can then like befriend, and they'll go to the the cabin to play against you, and it gets pretty difficult. Hmm. That almost entices me to keep playing just for that. I'll t- I'll tell you. Um, but, uh, that I played some Mega Man Network Battle Collection. Um, I've maybe yes. shelved that for a little bit too. <laughs> uh, tell us what happened, David. I got really far <laughs> and then I died. Yep. And I didn't save. Yep. All too classic of a... Of a story. And then... Tale as old as time, even. I used the Mega Buster code thing to get back to where I was. Yeah. Max Buster mode. And then I kept playing. Got farther. Got way farther. He first died against Number Man. Yes, I first died against Number Man. Uh, Got way farther, got to Rock Man. Died against Rock Man, and then realized... I did not save after <laughs> defeating Number Man. Uh. And so now I am past Rockman <laughs> and I am saved. I've saved multiple times. He said that's enough for now. But I don't know how much more of this game I can take since I've played probably a full playthrough's worth of time <laughs> in only the first half of the game. But not even the first half. That's like the first quarter of the game. It's so yeah. sad. Um, <laughs> oh, it, gosh. I might play through the rest of the game with Max Buster mode. Yeah? Uh, I do like the story. Um, I've learned that the chip system like seth said is much deeper than i thought it was and much easier to grasp and much easier to grasp as an adult um but i am less inclined to interact with it when there's no like experience attached to it like you i guess you kind of get money and stuff but like i kind of want to be i it's too random on what cards i'm getting and i um, I don't know. I mean, I think that is that's where the strategy comes from in building your deck of chips. But right. also, I'm saying the loot from the enemies. Not well, that necessarily stuff. The... So it's interesting. I I remember reading up on it. There are specific conditions you have to meet in order to get the higher rankings in battle. Because each time you you def- you finish a battle, it gives you like a ranking and the. Um, rewards you get are come from a pool that are based on your ranking and there are ones um and that includes like not moving certain amount of times you Mm -hmm. have to kill multiple enemies at one time really um you have to use certain amounts of battle chips um you can't just destroy everything with buster and get the best rewards from it um so it is it it you you do have to put more effort into it to get the really good chips um which is you know it can be frustrating but i found it to be a uh, one of the more fun things when i was doing my playthrough of finding chips 
uh, kind of at random that I really liked using and then trying to figure out how to get more of them and fighting, especially the 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 enemy boss refights. Because mm-hmm. um, you there are multiple times they will they can show up in the wild when you're on the net. Um, and they can give you chips based on them, which are like the best ones you can have in the game. Right. Um, but they're uh, always stronger, and so they do require more planning. And and I found some of that was the the more fun stuff in the game for me. I really want to play for the story. That's really like I've I played through all those games when I was a kid. Right. Besides the ones where you had to choose a team. Like I, that's where I stopped playing. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I got through one through four, and I stopped probably at five and six. Um, and you no wait I yeah because three is the first one that asks you to choose a side. Uh, whenever they started adding beasts as the team, kind of like Pokemon, um, that's when I stopped. Uh, but. I just want to play through the story now. Mm-hmm. I, I I want to see what I missed as a kid. And you move through the game pretty fast if you have the Mega Buster on. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's not too bad. Um, and it becomes a story game. And I... <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah. You know, if you, 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 you did the challenging version of it when you were a kid. Yeah, and I mean, maybe around like Psybeast, whatever, like the fifth one or something, I'll, I'll turn it off and... You know, because uh, I also those will be a little more modern mm-hmm. uh, than, of course, the first one, which I think came out in like 2011. Yeah, it's weird. Or no, that, not to the like 2001. Yeah. Um, they made a, a remake of it for the DS that like incorporated all a bunch of the new stuff that were in the later games. Yeah. Uh, and fixed some of the, the weird uh, issues that I had, but it's not in the collection, which I think is unfortunate. I actually didn't know they remade it for the DS. Yeah. I don't think it came out here. Oh, really? It came um, out in Japan only? It was... Um, 2001 was the first yeah, game. I forget uh, what it was called, but it had a crossover with uh, Star, Star Force. Wars. Star Force. It's not games I never played. That's not Mega Man. Yeah, that was Power Rangers, <laughs> and it's Wild Force, not Star Force. Listen, I would take that though. I would too. What was the deal with Star Force? Star Force is when they started really adding the the beasts and stuff. Is the well, Star Force was a different, a whole different thing. It was it's the, it, it's it, the Mega Man X to sort of yeah. Battle it was like it, but it was kind series. of uh, the battles took place in a third person over the shoulder arena. But they still That's had the right. still the grid though. Yeah, That's yeah. right. I never played those. Yeah. Um, those things are stupid expensive now. Ah yes, Rockman.exe Operate Shooting Star. Yes. yes. That's the that's the first game redone. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it is interesting. So, uh, but I want to get more back into Sea of Stars. Sea of Stars is a great game. Yes. I am bummed I didn't play it. Uh, I'm getting to the point now where I understand what Seth meant by it can have uh, Golden Sun vibes, where I am doing things in the world directly correlated to my magic and doing puzzles with that. That's pretty rad. Um I chose to be Zale 
because he uh, he's born on the summer solstice, and so was I. And I I wanted to be the, I forgot the girl's name. Uh, I call her Valer. Yeah, I think, well, I think a, it's Valerie. Yeah. Yeah. And I was gonna pick her because she looked cooler, but um, I think she's better in battle at the end too. But also, Zale mm-hmm. does give off Isaac vibes, and uh, yeah, he's got a he's visually yeah he, he has that kind of he's quite, scr- he's, he's quite literally a golden sun boy. He's scratching yeah. the itch. He's That's the <laughs> he's if Nintendo won't do it, yes, someone else will. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, this is a great game. I bought. On a whim, this dredge and Dave the Diver the other night. Um, so I, I'm gonna play through those. Um, since nothing was really enticing me on the Switch, and I tried, I tried, I tried. Um, tried what? To get through some stuff like Cult of the Lamb. I tried to push past my wall on that, and I couldn't. I wanted to, but yeah. Um. The only other thing I've really been playing is on my Xbox, and that is Fortnite. Dear sweet baby Jesus, this Fortnite Lego is... it. Every time I think, man, they, they've they kind of hit a brick wall here. They can't mm-hmm. really have... Lego brick wall. Yeah, yeah, they can't really have anything else unique to do. Um, I'm wrong. And there's other complications or other, like, material types... Um, and if I'm doing this now, they're going to be continually updating this as it goes. Mm. Um, I wait till they add Bionicle to it. So here's the thing. And I'm not joking with you. Uh, if you have the patience to sit down after we're done recording, there are boss monsters that roam the world Mm -hmm. that are just Bionicles. They look almost exactly like a Bionicle. They throw rocks from the earth. They just look like Bionicles. And we call them Bionicles, and we always <laughs> yell and scream and run away because we are not strong enough to fight them. Um, <sighs> they but, need to add the Bionicles as skins to like the regular oh, portion of Fortnite. Fortnite. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be such a perfect... <laughs> I would lose my mind. Uh, Don't. <laughs> you they all have weapons this. that could be their pickaxes. Yeah. yeah. They could get so much money out of us for this. Um, oh gosh. But, what's, but what is fantastic about it and I know, like, Seth did the bit in the Discord about Lego and Baldur's Gate. I get it. Is that there are people that are not creative, like me, who uh, like the act of building Lego, but I like to follow the instructions. I don't necessarily get joy out of grabbing random Legos and putting things together. Yeah, same. So the game has a pre-build option mm-hmm. where you tell it, this is where I would like this pre-built house. And then you put the pieces together as if you're putting together a Lego kit. Pretty cool. It also is a free build mode where you build a foundation and you can build around it. Mm-hmm. To which my good friend Brandon Fredericks and his insane mad genius of a brain built a two-story log cabin fortress. And like custom built this wooden home that looks like the wilderness lodge on the inside, basically. <laughs> and like, he's like, Hey guys, look at my house. And me and Cameron are like, what? <laughs> and then this, it's like, I could tell you so many stories about this, just adventuring into random caves to mine for wood, to build different Lego pieces. And it's, it is stupid how fun and in depth this game mode is. 
Um, and it still is astonishing to me that it is uh, entirely free. You, yeah, you can just wild. download Fortnite and there it is. A very in-depth um, survival sort of game. Um, Which is also crazy considering the original version of Fortnite which is a survival sim that has building stuff in it you still have to pay for but it that one is wave based so that one is different yes. it is there's challenges and wave based this is like there's roaming skeletons that will sometimes come knocking at your walls uh the real challenge is going out and surviving in the elements kind of breath of the wild style like Every once in a while, it'll be like, you're too cold and you have to eat the eat, you have to make hot food, stuff like that. Um, the I, I actually have never played Save the World mode in Fortnite. I, I don't think anyone has, it still exists, <laughs> and you have to pay for it. If you look at the right times, Lego Fortnite almost has more concurrent players than Zero Build, which is wild, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that's what I've been playing. It's been a lot of that stuff. Um, whatever I can get my friends to play, because that's I just would like my friends to play things. Seth, what have you been playing? Well, I've been uh, spending some time playing random indie games that I uh, downloaded on my Switch at one point or another and never got around to. Um, you're you're searching in the backlog. Yeah, uh, just because I have all these games, you know, and I games that at one point or another I thought something looked interesting enough to to make me want to play it. Uh, mm -hmm. and so I would like to see how many of these I actually think are good. Um, today I was playing uh, Eighty Days, which is a I think it was. It was, I remember it was an iPhone game, I think what is what it first was, and it won a bunch of awards, and but it's a pretty old game, actually. Um, and it's about, you know, the around the world in 80 days story. You, get, you uh, go to different cities, and you have, uh, you have to make decisions where to go. It's mostly text-based. Um, what else have I been playing? Uh, I played through a game called Gravity Circuit, which uh, came out this past year. Um, it is a sort of homage uh, uh, to Mega Man X mm. and probably the Mega Man Zero games a bit. Um, a lot of fun. Uh, Instead of having a gun that you shoot at people, you uh, have to punch people up close. Uh, and there's also a grappling hook, which is fun. We love a punching and a grappling hook game. Yeah, yes. it's uh, really, really great. Um, it's not really 8-bit. I guess it's more in the 16-bit uh, graphical style. But it has sort of a Game Boy Color um, palette to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, I, which I've been finding, I think, uh, I've, I've been really enjoying games that do that you know it used to be all about the game boy advance look uh but i think i like the kind of more toned down um simpler co uh, color style that came with game boy color games that's fair um yeah it's a lot of fun it you know it follows the same basic idea of there's eight you are a robot called the gravity circuit uh your name is kai who there's this whole 
big tech scroll at the beginning about how there was this war against the virus army years ago and all of the circuits rose up to defend the city and they were all lost except for all of their bodies were never recovered except for the gravity circuit's body. Um, and then there was a long time of peace until the virus army came back and all of a sudden here you are back on the scene to fight them off. And you know, you go through eight stages with different uh, themed robot enemies and then you go to the the big main stages to fight the final boss. Very, very much Mega Man, very much a lot of fun. Um, and especially with the the punching is is it's is very good to do. Uh, there's sort of combos and there's different special moves you can do. Uh, it's a fun game. Definitely recommend it. Um, what else have I been playing? Um, my Switch wasn't dead downstairs. I could probably look at some more of them. Uh, I've, I've been playing a game called Beast Breaker. Um, Hardly even nowhere. Which is... you? It, I'm trying to think of how to describe it. It's sort of like... Um, it's kind of Pong-y sort of. Mm. You play as this little um, rodent, this little mouse guy with a, with a sword... Uh, and you have to destroy these huge monsters. Uh, it's like those, you know those, the ads you see for mobile games where you're shooting balls at, at, at blocks that have numbers and you have mm -hmm. to hit them. It's like that, but instead of just these random grids, they are these um, sort of stained glass looking monsters um, that have all these floating appendages and you have to sort of bounce through them to take the numbers down and destroy the cores. Hmm. Um, it's really cute, uh, pretty fun. Not like I haven't gotten super deep into it, so I don't know how much more complex the game gets, but it's it's enjoyable. Uh, what else? I hmm, can't really think of much. I, there's a lot of games uh, that I kind of started up and bounced off pretty quick. I have this one game called Dawn of the Monsters, which. Um, <laughs> As as I learned, it is a kind of uh, sort of uh, in the vein of old games like not, not Rampage, um, but those kind of like uh, the the arcade beat 'em up games where you kind of roam through in a pseudo three D plane, uh, and you have to just destroy monsters. You play as big other monsters or big robots. Um, which I, I guess I don't. I it must not. When I when I first looked at it and got interested, I guess I must have thought it was something different because it. When I booted it up and started playing it, it it wasn't exactly what I was expecting it to be and didn't really grab me all that much. You know, there's a. I don't know how much money it is, but there's a game that uh, another podcast I was listening to was talking about. That's probably perfect for you. I'll tell you about it now, even though I should probably tell you about it off the air because this is weird to suggest on the air. But it's a game called Cobalt Core. Mm. Uh, I've the way they described it, my brain instantly went that might be a Sith game because they said it is a uh, a version of Into the Breach but with deck building aspects in it. Yes, I have I've seen this actually. I and it might be on my wish list, I'm not sure. Um another game I tried was called Kaiju Wars, 
which Let's is go. Um, it is it sort of is like Into the Breach, mm-hmm. um, and also it has sort of Advance Wars type stuff. It's isometric, uh, grid based, uh, where you have you have to build bases and have them spawn. Uh, units that can go out and fight these big monsters that are coming up and you know as the monsters destroy uh, buildings you lose out on the resources that they gain you at the at the beginning of every um, Mm -hmm. game Um, and it's interesting I played a couple missions it's got sort of a weird interface in the in the way stuff is presented so I don't know um, how deep I will be able to get into that Uh, but it was interesting um i don't know i think that's kind of all i can think of off the top of my head well we did play this insane uh new jackbox game that's true that i think is vaguely worth mentioning um it is what was it called something bird singing birds i don't know it's a singing birds game forest it is a game where you play Guitar Hero on your phone. Oh, God. It's a tap rhythm game, but Jackbox. Okay, like Tap Tap Revenge? Yeah, kind of like that. Okay. But mm-hmm. you're, and you all make sure your phone volume is up, and then you get to listen to your music mixed together at the end. And. Does um, each person have a different instrument that they're playing in the song, or is it all? Well, like they the should. Same? They you, should. You get they to should. choose instruments at the beginning. Uh, okay. And they could be as simple as a cowbell or <laughs> a banjo. S- someone farting. Uh, okay. Someone yelling. S- un- unending I'll, I'll screams. Unending screams is one that's yeah. in a couple of the songs. Um like sloppy saxophone is one of them yes sir yeah it's it is a weird game yeah we had a lot of fun laughing at at how terrible we all were at it yeah i mean especially because the difficulty can ramp up uh, extremely in it Uh, it's probably one of the best jackbox games i've played in a long time at least one of my favorites um we did a couple jackbox games over the holidays and Maybe maybe they've kind of gotten back into a good swing of things over there. Uh, instead of like they they've kind of leaned into an interesting yeah couple of things. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I'm sure it's it's a hard thing to do to know that you have to to like build games off of that specific okay, we they have to be quick to join in. Anyone should have should be they able have to, to be play. quick to understand. Yeah. Um because I'm like I'm sure there is stuff that they could do like more uh, long play uh, stuff that they could do that I bet there would be an audience for but I don't it, but I don't know if it's the same audience that is lining up to get their games and play them right. and they always have to be bringing out new ideas too to to put in the new collections and exactly and they come out yearly in, so yeah. it's crazy. Um. Forrest, what have you been playing? I have played and beaten Max Payne's 1 and 2. Mm. Look at you. Really off to a strong start this year. Playing old games. Yeah. <laughs> and Halo. Always. <laughs> that will never change, unfortunately. We have a, we have a special haiku about that that we'll get to. Oh. Yes. Okay. 
I didn't realize we were uh, presenting uh, poetry and haiku tonight. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, but yeah, I played through those games. I am kind of mixed on them. Like, they're fun little arcade shooters, but they want you to do really cool, like, make your own set piece moments, basically, but the aiming and shooting is not accurate enough to facilitate mm. that make your own I bet like that, John Woo film moment. I bet that will stuff. be addressed in the upcoming remakes, which you just couldn't wait to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it was also addressed in Max Payne 3, but that was a different dev team, so take that as you will. Yeah. But yeah. And then I also uh, bought a bunch of games on the Switch tonight, one of them being Gravity Circuit, which Seth mentioned earlier. Um and I started playing one of them tonight uh, called Dojo Ran, and you just play as a frog, platforming through death traps, and it's pretty nice so far. Yeah, that's just, but it also that's only just cost the life me of like, a frog. Yeah, yeah, and that's a wonderful life, I'd say, full of adventure and peril and challenge, but success and victory at the end of it all. Yeah, yeah. one would hope. Hope, for, yeah, for yeah. a frog. Yeah. I, I wish nothing but the best for frogs. <laughs> what about the poison dart frog? I also wish nothing but the best for them. What if it started raining poison dart frogs? Well, you know, that's just a typical Florida yeah. <laughs> afternoon, yeah, isn't it? that's true. And, yeah. And Cape Canaveral. Yeah, I was about to say, especially if you live down in Cape Canaveral. Uh, Is that normal in Cape Canaveral? 2000... It's happened before. Nine? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know the year. I don't know. It's happened multiple places across the globe, actually. That's weird. That's where a, a, a weather system will grab something somewhere and drop it somewhere else. Yeah. That just sounds fake, but I... It's real. It, 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 it's <laughs> also... There's been multiple reports of it happening with, like, uh, where it will start raiding rocks somewhere yeah. that were picked up from who knows where. Look at it's your crazy. look at your weather reports. They'll this tell you everything like, you need to this know. This sounds like something on that weird show I watch on HBO Max, uh, Mysteries of the Abandoned. <laughs> <laughs> I, I started watching. <laughs> I watched one episode and I was like, "This isn't this isn't really great." <laughs> I don't like this that much. Well, you've got to skip through the stuff you're not interested in. That's what I do. Mm. The moment I'm but starting the to be like, like Star Wars: The Clone Wars, I could just. There, I no, because there's like four I could just stories watch per YouTube episode. videos about this stuff that go into more depth and are presented in a way that I find more engaging. I use this to find those things mm, to pique your interest, so yeah, you yeah, can yeah. go look those up. Yeah, um, I need to do more research about that woodpecker satellite thing. But also the way, That's... the way that people talk in those, it's like the same way they talk in those. History Channel aliens yeah. things where you're like now you have to understand nothing the way you're presenting this information makes me think it's all fake now the problem is Seth I don't know if you were like me as a child I was obsessed with the History Channel <laughs> I was but but not the we're not on video games right now but not the aliens History Channel like the World War Two mm-hmm. and Civil War like that history channel and really what they just pivoted to was talking about wars and stuff that way into talking about aliens and stuff that way right so it itches part of my nostalgic brain yeah. uh, but it's just like that. the way that they speak 
and the way they are filmed make it it triggers this thing in my brain that was like the the way you're talking about this makes everything sound fake. Possibly fake, yeah. right? Yes. These and and I know these are this all like feel this genuine. is all just like factual information you're telling me about this bridge that no one uses anymore. Oh, that bridge is so cool. But <laughs> but all of a sudden they're saying I'm like <laughs> that bridge is really cool. It feels like you're talking about a conspiracy. It's all wood. That isn't real. It's man. That bridge is dope. But it makes sense. No one uses it. Um. So, Seth... Was that at Forest? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. played those two things, three things. We'll do a weekly uh, yeah. uh, Mysteries of the Abandoned check-in. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you about something cool I learned every week. Heck yeah. yeah. But, let's... Uh, first, a haiku from Cameron. <laughs> Another year gone. Despite all of the new games, Forest still plays Halo. <laughs> And That's when it. that kicks off, Seth, <laughs> Seth putting the Discord on a quest, and me on a quest to do math. Yes, I put everyone on notice after we released our our game of the year episode. Seth did a call to arms for people to submit their top tens or top whatevers. No top tens. So Cameron only did seven, okay. which I did, did adjust ever- his. By his max points was seven. Mm-hmm. That's what you get, Cam. That's what you get. Um, and I have the top ten list here. Mm. We had eight entries. Along with our three. No. I did not combine our... This is truly... Oh, this is the only... Discord's oh, only. The I see, I see. Yes, this is Discord's only. Number ten was a three-way tie. Okay. All ten wow. points. Lies of P, Breath of the Wild, and Alan Wake Two. Hold on, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. It was Joe's game of the year. Oh my gosh! Uh, and that's that number. Those were all number ten. Yes. So all of the well, ones have more points. Well, there you go. So there's only seven other games on the list. No. 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 I I made them all tied for number ten. He's starting because from number the nine top. does have twelve points going down. So I. Oh wait, wait. So that's number ten. Number nine, Resident Evil Four Remake with twelve points. Hmm. Number eight, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three. Oh my God. With thirteen points. <laughs> You're kidding me. Uh, I love the fact that this means multiple people had to have voted for them. Yes. <laughs> Number seven, Hogwarts Legacy, with 14 points. Interesting. Number six... Did any of us play that game? <laughs> no. I, I have. And I, oh, really? I Mar- Marianne is playing it. Uh, it is harder than you would think it is, and so I'm having to help her through sections. Ah, uh, I see. Uh, but it does have some unforgiving combat, mm-hmm. and uh, it is a little tricky... To do the blocking that it is asking of you. And for someone like her who is not used to engaging with the game that way. Um, but I'm helping her. And it's working. Um, it's The combat's fun. Uh, so Final Fantasy 16 at number 6 with 15 points. Mm-hmm. Star Wars Jedi Survivor at number 5 with yes, 17 points. Sir. Vampire Survivors with 20 points at number four. Wow. 
<laughs> Spider-Man 2 at number 3 with 24 points. Nice. Mario Wonder at number 2 with 25 points. And Baldur's Gate 3 at number 1 with 30 points. <laughs> you specifically uh, hate to great. see it. Let's All I right, mean, I want to I, I want to see when I brought my initial idea was you would add it to our list. Um, I cannot do that math right now. Why not? Just boot, do it up. I'll do it. The <laughs> Because I have 80 games here, and most of them are not like... No, no, the, no. Well, we'll just use the top 10. I, want, I just want to see it where they would fit in with our list. Oh, okay. I can pull that up. You'll have to vamp for a moment. I can't... Vamp like a vampire. That's, that's not <laughs> Survivor. Good. That is not good vamping. I just want to tell you. Well, we, I guess we're surviving. We're vamp surviving. Uh, so the it, number it, four it, game of the year. It does the the. It throws off a little because we are only three people, and they right. had yeah they had the was, numbers. That was the idea. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, we. We didn't. We had numbers in the single digits still. And all of theirs... Yeah, that's true. It would be tough, especially because I think we would need to see how... And their, their list big was ones. much more diverse. That is extensive. Wow, that's, that's some, yeah, that's impressive. Love to see Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> Kingdoms of Amalur. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> uh, so we'll go through... Uh, since everyone gave... Well, them I don't say Tears of the Kingdom on here at all. Uh, you're wrong. It is on someone's list. Um, so Joe's game oh, of the year, was. Joe's, we'll do top fives for everyone. No, I don't think we need to. No, we should. I don't want to do that. Joe's game That's of too the much. year it's was too much to Breath talk of about. the Wild. <laughs> I don't think so, because it is kind of surprising. There's games on here that I never heard of like, that came out yeah. this year. Like, um, Brandon was super into Wreckfest and this game that? called Shotgun Farmer. <laughs> I, I've actually uh, heard of that. I don't really? know what it is. I don't. He said uh, everyone needs to play it. Um, Heard, yeah. man. Starfield sitting at their number four for Joe. That's Joe a terrible really, place for a bad game. He really likes Starfield. Does he well, like it or did he just play it a lot? Both. Yeah. But also he disliked it. Mm. He has a he has a real love hate relationship with Todd. Um, uh, Josh who I want to take credit, played Inscription because of me. Nice. Uh, number, so number two on his, his list. Yeah, Liza P was his top. Respectable. Uh, he's the only one that put Tears of the Kingdom on his list. That's so interesting. He's also the only person on this list that played it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, if I may ask a quick question about Josh's list, do you know if that Doom down at the bottom place is 2016's Doom or original? I think mm. it is 2016. Okay. He uh, also has Fire Emblem Engage on his list, which, which makes is me discredit the whole thing. Yeah. So sorry, Josh. <laughs> Time to throw your results yeah. out. He liked that game. Uh, yeah, the gameplay yeah, is nice. I think he bought my copy. So mm. shout out to me. <laughs> um, I don't know if you could say that. Chris's fir- Chris put Final Fantasy 16 at number six. Mm-hmm. It is his first Final Fantasy. We have to forgive this. He will grow <laughs> and learn. Uh, I've been trying to push him to play Seven Remake, 
instead of playing seven first. Now, Chris, you should play eight. Just, you should play nine. Just play Final Fantasy instead. Up. Play Final Fantasy eight on the Switch with the speed up thing on. So Chris yeah. and Andrea played this game called Tape to Tape that they both really loved. Never heard of it before. Yeah. Yep. Um, Apparently, it's a have. hockey roguelike. Oh, oh, I no, I have heard of that. I did oh. not know it was called Tape to Tape. Um, I didn't play it, but uh, Cameron played Rotato for over two hundred hours this year. <laughs> uh, okay. Was, he he gets on to me about playing Halo for that much, and yet he's out here playing whatever Brotato is. Yeah, we're just going to remove that from the list. It is an endless runner, and it did not break the top ten because Cameron's list maxed out uh, at seven. Yeah, sorry, Cameron. Um, and Battlebit Remastered, which I guess is a Battlefield voxel game uh, that oh. someone made. <laughs> um, and he loved it, so... Um, yeah, that does look like Battlefield. Wow, it's yeah. It's just Battlefield, but with voxels, and he says the closest you'll get to Battlefield 3. That's good. Uh, so, <laughs> um, Nick, who was great enough to give us a list, I love that he put Rocket League in at number five. Mm-hmm. Uh, great. Also, I can tell you his greatest disappointment this year was Diablo 4. He put He's in got it at number ten. Oh, he put in more time than I think you put in the Starfield in Diablo Four, and hey. he uh, that's like, a lot of time. Yes, um, shout out to Rocky for putting a Yakuza game in there. Yes, sir. Um, and you know he really liked Final Fantasy sixteen. Mm. I'm happy for him. This <laughs> um, he's also got Sifu on there. Let's go. Our best fighting game. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ooh. Oh man! And yeah, so you know you love to see, and we got more Spider-Man representation with Andrea putting Miles in there and Kirby. Oh, nice, yeah. I almost put Kirby Return to Dreamland on my top ten. I would mm. like to get around to playing that this year. Uh, it was good. I traded it in. Sorry. Yeah, but, that's okay. Um, I traded in during a deal where I got almost 50 bucks for it, which is oh insane. Yeah. They were doing a deal where you got 60% extra if you traded in five games, and I got almost full price back for Sonic Frontiers somehow. Wild. Like, <laughs> that makes zero sense. GameStop is killing itself. Because they're not going to sell that game for that much. Um, but yeah, top tens. Thank you, Joe, Brandon, Josh, Chris, Cameron, Nick. Rocky and Andrea. And no thanks to anyone who didn't do it. Well, there's other people that could have done it. Maybe next year. Yeah. You won't be squares. Or maybe you can still do it. Send it to David. We won't talk about it on here. No, I won't. Or on the won't. Discord. Yeah. And I'm but you not, can do it. And I, I You can I still email. I, you can. Cameron was the only person that used email, and Thank he wrote you. the haiku. He wrote our first ever uh, listener email. In like the six years we've been doing the podcast, the first ever listener email. And that haiku is suplex certified, so. It is. (laughs) Forced us to deal with it. If you want to send us haikus on on the email, David will read them. I will. That is a guarantee. they have to be proper haikus. Yes. 575. And I, we will be strict. Yeah. One syllable off, you're banned. Yeah. And I'll, I'll block your email. <laughs> <laughs> you get one shot here, people. Yeah. It's not hard. Um, 
So yeah, that's that's the beginning of 2024, uh, us ripping apart our friends, and um, you know it's exciting. We've got a bunch of fun stuff coming up, games that I'm excited to talk about. Apparently, uh, Ubisoft released its estimation of how long it takes to beat the Prince of Persia game, and they said it's estimated 25 hours long. And I That's quite think long they have to a... overestimate that, but mm-hmm. holy crap. Uh, wow. I mean, that would be impressive. Hollow Knight was like 40, so I and I spent longer than 40 playing it. Yeah. So, I mean, it looks good, so hopefully it is that good. Um, so, yeah, exciting year coming up, even though there's a giant black hole in the middle of it that we don't know what's coming out in that time frame. Switch uh, 2. And it's probably going to be the Switch 2. Um, so when do we think, uh, we hear about the switch to this year? Let's get some, let's get some year predictions. Yeah. Yeah. We could do some year predictions. Three, Forest. three year predictions. Three. Three. I can start. I've got mine. Yeah. Go. You go. Number one. We get the halo battle Royale this year. Hmm. That's interesting. Number two. I would switch predict that two, won't happen. Switch two comes out. Oh, yeah, that's... In August. Mm, I would think it comes out earlier. Okay. Mm. I'm thinking August. And then uh, prediction three is we get... uh, We get a Gears 6... Tactics. ...announcement with a beta this year. Interesting predictions. And that one is a shot in the dark. I have not heard anything about... And and really, if anything, I've heard that we shouldn't be looking forward to a Gear Six, but I think that they've been really quiet over there. So aren't they making Perfect Dark? Everyone's no. making Perfect per- Dark. Well, yeah, <laughs> even us. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, the first uh, quadruple quintuple A game. Yeah, that and is. Did they, anyone... skip the, did they skip the quadruple? Yeah, no, it is the quadruple. Oh, okay. okay, it's quintuple now. What is the? It's like <laughs> because a, everyone's developed. Right. Yeah. It, it it's kind of spreads like you know one of those email worms. Yeah. If you hear yeah. about it, you're also working on it. It's the it's the. <laughs> do you want to join my email? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, those are my. Uh, no, what's the name of that studio? I, I almost said Deep Silver, but I know it's not Deep Silver. Um, let me. Perfect Dark developer. Isn't it like something vague, like the collective uh, or something yeah, like that? Yeah, the initiative. The initiative. Yes. It's uh, uh, a good name and, for a game's development studio. And, and my low-key, my, my wish for the year is that there is low rumbling rumors out there among some of the like this is your wish that there are rumors no 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 there <laughs> this is my like hope that it's real uh. um all my stuff is based off of the the switch 2 has rumors of course but uh halo battle royale has really no basis on if it's coming out ever and so is the gears one but uh the the deep insiders like weird twitter has been surfacing that apparently a New banjo has been mm, licensed band, or, about. or uh, talked about or is is in progress. Would certainly um, be interesting. Some of the leakers I follow that only post in Spanish, so they're less likely to get caught, which is hilarious. <laughs> That's a, that. that is a new tactic I to love where that they for them. they post in Spanish so that. 
you have to translate to get what they're saying uh, so that like scanners don't get their stuff as easily. Sure. Makes um, sense. So yeah, that's, those are my top three predictions for the year. Mm. I got cool. Seth. Well, obviously, I think we see the Switch 2 this year. I would bet uh, they reveal it by March. We Yeah, I get by March reveal, but release in August. Um, so we'll know about it pretty soon. Um, what do you think we'll call it? Switch 2? Super Switch? I really I, wanted them to call the Wii U the Super Wii. They're never going to do it. Uh, we never had a Super I, DS. Yeah, you know? like I think we, I think they dropped the Super moniker, unfortunately. Yeah, but I, I'm saying it would have been great to bring back with the Super Wii. Uh, Super I think, Switch? I don't think they'll I do think that. they call it the... I the saw someone s- saying, thinking that they'll call it the Switch Up because of their stupid... <laughs> yep, no, that's exactly it. <laughs> that is exactly making it. Making weird... Not puns, but like... Not using numbers to denote upgrades. Yeah, it'll gotta be use weird words. It'll be the Switch Pro, and the reason they'll be called think, that. I don't is think they would use Pro. They'll probably call it the Nintendo SP. It'll be a Switch Pro. <laughs> okay, that, I, yeah, you know, that would be good. <laughs> that would get me. <laughs> I'm just saying. Good. I'm just saying that would be pretty rad. What do they call it? The Switch Next, and they capitalize the N and the X. <sighs> no, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, that's what I would like. God, <laughs> the new Switch. That's it'll, that's to my to our chagrin. That'll probably be it. The new Nintendo Switch. Yeah, yeah. Plus Bowser's minions. <laughs> Including Funky Kong. Yeah. Which you can call it whatever they want as long as as it plays all the Switch games and has Street Pass. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Even if it's a little like waist attachment I have to have for it. Like <laughs> it's a full belt that you have to wear. I'll I'll wear it. I'll I'd do wear it. it. Yeah, like it bring back the Poke Walker. Um Another prediction with, mm, I don't know. Obviously, we're going to get a new Pokemon game. Always. But maybe this is the year we don't. No. No. We're going to do it. Will it be a remake? Do you think? I think they'll probably go along the Legends route again. Mm-hmm. Um, at least I would hope so. They're in, in line for a Gen 5 remake coming up yeah um, so that would be cool if they did that in actual 3d uh i don't know i can't really think of anything so uh, outsource the remake and then do a legends of it yeah yeah i think that's seems to be i think they came up with a winning strategy and in, in that yeah i agree and that way they you know i don't have to care about these remakes coming out that look bad because there are other remakes that look good. That's fair. Yep. Mm. Which ones would they be? Black and white? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need to play There's been a lot of... Uh, the Pokemon Twitter has also been a flutter about Gen 2 for some reason. So I don't know why. Don't. Uh, that would be interesting if they revisited that as well. Oh, my heart. Don't do this. <laughs> I'm not... I'm going to ignore that you said yeah. that. Now that would be... Pokemon Legends in that place would be great. 
in Johto. God. Johto and Kanto. Eh, if they yeah. play it right. Yeah. But they might who knows, they might they might <laughs> run out of room and have to have someone step in at the eleventh hour. Yeah. Uh, reprogram the yeah. entire game. You know, that rumor's not actually true. Yeah? Yeah. It was always planned to have have uh, Kanto in the game. Oh. And the thing that Iwata wrote actually made the game run slower. Oh. <laughs> but it did so in a way that it, that it uh, ran more efficiently. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. It all worked out in the yeah. end. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching a video about that, and, were, and I was like, huh, that is... Very different than the way the story is told. There, there is something slightly funny about the concept of just trickster Iwata. You know, yeah. he comes in to your yeah, development cycle, he says, <laughs> and he rubs his hands together evilly, and then codes your game slightly different, so it just runs slower, and that's it. You seem like you had an epiphany, David. Yeah. No, there's something I want to talk to my friends about, and I don't know if it should be on the air. Oh, uh, Okay. Let, I think the uh, another and prediction. The Awada thing triggered the it, Borderlands out, movie okay. will not oh my come out. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my also, wish for the Sea year. Sea of Thieves will be delayed. Oh, that's a bold claim. Is it? Is it? This seems like low hanging fruit to me. I don't know. We'll see. Mm. Wait, Bungie will be absorbed by Sony. Unfortunately. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, I think that we could get a new Donkey Kong game announced this year. All I want is for them to put Donkey Kong uh, 64 on the Switch. Yeah, it's I not want part them to of the thing, are Not yet. What the heck? It's weird. Their release strategy for that stuff has always been weird. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I think we get a pretty sizable update for Metroid Prime 4 this year. Yes, one would hope. No. Well, yeah, because it's not going to be a Switch game. That's the, uh, yeah, exactly. It's going to be a... Nintendo SP game. Yes. <laughs> a Switch up game. And then, uh, hmm, number three. What will my third prediction be? I'm rubbing a metaphorical uh, magic eight ball right mm. now. Do you rub a magic eight ball? I think you just shake it. I do both. Are you consulting your orb? Yeah. Yes, yes. I am consulting my orb. Uh, dang. Really, there's just so many things. Yep. Too much to even talk about. All right. <laughs> you'll you'll come my, up with something. My third one is that uh, everything gets announced. Everything. Everything. Mm. Mario Kart everything. Yep. Um, all right. Well, with that, we appreciate you listening. Uh, as always, through our shenanigans, I'm going to tell these guys about what's going on in Splatoon 3 off the air. And if you mm -hmm. want to find out, you can go boot it up. But it's weird enough that I don't want it to be on recording. Mm. And I will, we will talk at you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. See ya.